Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. So why don't we take the user on a journey and just go way back, <laughs> go way back. Yeah. And we could start off with like, what do we mean with the terminology of a gene and mm-hmm. epigenetics? Yeah, so good question. And I always like to start from the beginning because you're absolutely right. We're not expected to know these things. It's not language that we use on a day-to-day basis, but from a health point of view, when we're talking about genetics and nutrition, I think that it's important to think about, well, what is a gene? So a, a gene is a part of your DNA that basically has information that tells your body what to do, what to make, what protein it should be making. And we all actually have around 99% of the same genes as human beings And 1% of that is actually different, which is what makes me and you look very different. I was going to say black hair. Is it black? I'd say dark brown. Dark brown. Very dark brown. I'm light brown. Um, You know, you've got brown eyes. I've got blue eyes. Great in some lights. But (laughs) these are, you know, physical traits that are passed down from our parents. Now, these physical traits make us look different on the outside we also have traits on the inside that are very different. And that's really what the study of nutrigenomics looks at, the different variations of the same genes, which alter the way that we respond to nutrients and the food. So we just ate the same pasta Mm -hmm. with artichokes, mushrooms, broccoli. Well, me and you have eaten the same meal in maybe different quantities, but similar. If we were to look at how much of each nutrient has been absorbed, metabolized and utilized, say an hour, two hours, three hours from now, we'd actually have different levels in our our blood. And that's all to do with our variants of Mm. these genes. 
Sorry if I went on a bit of a tangent. No, no, that's, that's perfect because I think intuitively when I'm listening to you explain that, it's obvious. It's like, yeah, 100%. There's so many different reasons as to why I might metabolize something completely different to you, both environmentally and both at a genetic level as well, right? So uh, so when we talk about like, you know, heritable traits and traits that are influenced by it, the environment, what do we mean by environmental factors? Like what are those sort of differences in, in how we how how we express our, our genes like what do we mean by environmental factors so as you know you have this podcast you have instagram you write books all around how we should be eating and living in a healthier way and really when it comes to genetics it's the part that epigenetics has to play so environmental factors around how we eat how we sleep our stress, how much we move, how much sunlight we get, the pollutants in the city. These are all environmental factors which will have a huge impact on how our genes are expressed. And that can come from a few ways. We like to talk about DNA methylation. So the adding of methyl group, as you probably know, or histone modification. These are all epigenetic modifications of genes which can turn things on and off so the methylation if you imagine a um, like a plastic uh, a rubber band on a pencil literally on one section of the pencil it will be covering part of the pencil so that part of the pencil wouldn't be able to be expressed if you imagine the pencil as your gene. Um, And the histone modification, while our our DNA is actually wrapped around those histones and that's why it's able to be in such a condensed um, shape Mm -hmm. and it's tightly bound. Now the histones actually, well, epigenetic modification can relax these histones in order that the gene can actually be expressed because it's actually shown. Okay, so I love that analogy of the pencil. It's making me think about it a little bit clearer. So the pencil is the gene. The rubber band are the histones. Like a methyl group. The methyl group, sorry. And those will essentially, when they're covering that bit of the pencil, that tiny bit of the pencil, that's either turning the gene expression on, off. Okay. Yeah, because it's covering it. Gotcha, okay. Fine. Yeah. So if you just think about all of the healthy recommendations around sleeping, you know, seven to nine hours a night, eating a diet that's, well, we could go into that for days, but, you know, high in plants, adequate hydration, just a varied healthy diet, moving more, decreased stress. This way of living is actually going to encourage those good genes to be turned on and bad genes to be turned off. And what that means is you may have genes that are going to predispose you to a disease, for instance, like cancer or um, Alzheimer's, let's say. If you live in a way that's healthy, you can ensure or at least try to ensure that those good genes are going to be switched on and the bad genes switched off.
I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.